enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Friend Friday, and today we have a very special guest, actor Daniel Cosgrove, who is one of the dads starring in a new television show that Chicken Soup for the Soul has just started airing. It's called Project Dad, and I find it to be a great combination of hilarious and heartwarming. So Daniel, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I have to tell you, I have the huge smile on my face right now because I'm thinking about the show, and uh, I've seen the first three episodes. I mean, the first episode just aired Tuesday, November 1st on Discovery Life, but I've been able to see three of the episodes so far, two that are still coming. And my husband and I have been hysterically laughing watching the show. We have been getting such a kick out of it. It is so good. Okay. Well, that's great to hear. I, I, uh, I, I appreciate that. As long as you're not laughing at us. No, no not <laughs> at all. you're laughing with us. It was a lot of fun, and it was a great experience. It was something that was um, pretty unexpected to uh, the way it came about and to be involved in something like this. Yeah, I couldn't beat the commute to work. It was fantastic. It was a couple steps out of the bed and you're and you're ready to go. And the people you're working with um, are the people who um, mean the most to me in my in my life and uh, my you know my kids and my wife and my family. It was just it was a fantastic, uh, fun experience. So let me tell our listeners what Project Dad is about. We have three celebrity dads. One of them being. Daniel, and the dads are left alone with the kids for 48 hours while the wives go off to have a well-deserved R&R. And this happens more than once, but we see the show in these 48-hour segments. And it's really fun watching these dads, who are very loving, wonderful dads, get to know even more what goes on in the kids' daily lives they get to understand how hard the mothers work. They start to view the mothers as super moms, right? Seeing everything yeah. they do. I remember when you, when Marie gave you a to-do list, oh, well, and I was just yeah. laughing, thinking about, he's not going to do anything on that list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My oldest child is 16. Uh, I have four kids, 16, 13, uh, Ruby being 10, turning 11, turned 11 during the, the filming, and um, my son, Finn, who is 7. So I've, I've been in the, uh, the dad game for a while now, and you think, okay, you're quite. And so I wasn't really thinking, okay, I'm going to, what will you learn? What will you learn? Um, it, was, it, was more, uh, it was more of me being reminded of the fact that in our house, Marie, mom, she, she bears the burden on so much. I mean, she is really what, what just keeps everything, it, uh, keeps, keeps it from going into chaos. And, uh, so without, without her, I'm, I, I get a little, uh, <laughs> I get a little nervous. I start questioning some of my decisions, but, um, it was, uh, uh, it was a, a great experience and it was, really something to experience something new as a family doing something like this. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. So for our listeners, you all have seen Daniel Cosgrove. You might not associate the name with the face, but you have seen him for years on All My Children, Guiding Light, 
as the world turns, lots of primetime TV movies, and he's been on Beverly Hills 90210. And then my secret guilty pleasure, Dirty Sexy Money. I loved oh, that show. Yeah. You were on that, right? Yeah, you yeah, played yeah. Freddie, I think. Yes. Right. Yes, so you've all yes. seen Daniel, but you're going to see him in a new light being a dad on Project Dad. And now it airs on the Discovery Life channel every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know what time it's on in other markets. It's going to be on for eight weeks. The first episode aired November 1st, so you can catch up on that online. And I highly recommend it because it's just so funny. Now, I remember watching you trying to wash your dog, which was the first thing on Marie's to-do list. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, yeah, not 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 so well. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> there are some situations that are maybe set up to kind of, you know, give us a, a an, an an interaction that they're they're looking for. To be quite honest with you, so uh, there are those moments where we're washing the dog, something you know we've done before, but it it it's one of those things where it's kind of highlight that. Not everything goes as planned when um, when when you want to get something done. So it was just kind of a, a uh, an example of just the, the silliness that kind of can happen. Um, and that's and that's really, you know, just to go back to be a part of Project Dad, which was a fantastic experience. But it wasn't something that I was really expecting to be a part of. And so when the opportunity rose, and I had a conversation with my wife about it and the kids and everyone you know, after carefully considering putting our family on camera in this way, we were thinking, all right, let's, we're really entertaining this. But then when we uh, realized Chicken chicken Soup for the Soul was a part of it, and that the mission statement, the, the, the values and the message and the values that Chicken Soup for the Soul upholds is, is, is positive. And it aligns with what I think Marie and I as parents, you know, try to, to instill in our own children, um, that being compassion, care, uh, compassionate, caring, empathetic, creative children. That's what we're trying. And so we felt we were in, in good hands. We felt like, okay, we're not part of something that is to kind of make fun, make fun or, or create a train wreck to, uh, of a show, but it's really just to highlight the importance and the significance of fatherhood. I mean, really, parenthood, motherhood, and but in this, in this is is more. It's, it's shining a light more on uh, fatherhood and the impact that fathers have on their kids. So yes, there are silly things that happen throughout um, the show, and sometimes the real impact, you know, how that manifests with our kids, will be immediate. Will be an immediate thing, or it won't show up until maybe years later when my kids are out in college and it's this interaction now. So sometimes they're big moments, but sometimes they're the small, subtle, nuanced little interactions that happen with uh, uh, your uh, father and daughter, a father and son that have such significant, have such weight that you can't even articulate it or put it or, or, or can't even really fathom until maybe later on in life as we reflect. And so um, that's pretty much what we wanted. We want to just create a positive experience with positive memories that we can look back on. Because just, and I know, I know I'm rambling, so, but um, Ruby, from the time she, 
I was on guiding light. Um, my last day um, of work, I was I was leaving. I was going to start a new project. But on my last day was August 26th. August 27th, Ruby was born. For six weeks, I was home. I, um, I was about to start traveling to the other side of the country for um, a new show. And so for six weeks, I just wanted her to know me and who I am and, and you know, my scent and everything about me. And and then uh, six weeks later, the the traveling started with that. And so that has been going on for ever since she's she's known. There are times where I have to travel and be away for a while, but I always try to come back as much as I can. Whenever there's a boom, as much as I'm back and forth, back and forth. And well, it was great watching you on the show. Your kids were very comfortable with you. You guys were really a team. And I noticed that when I watched the parts with the other dads. We have um, DJ Scribble who yeah. lives in Howard Beach, Queens, with his three kids. And he was left alone with his kids. And it was pretty funny. At one point, the boys put the three-year-old girl in a dog cage. It was really funny. <laughs> and then Donnell Rawlings, who lives in Manhattan, he has a baby. And he was beside himself trying to deal with a screaming baby. Actually, you looked rather competent, Daniel. You did. Oh, good, good. Yeah, you looked good. But you have the most experience of any of these dads. You got a lot more dad years under your belt with a lot well, more kids. Yes, yes, and that and that's kind of what you know. I was thinking. I was like, you know, I know this is based on Return of Super, Return of Superman, and, and a lot of times um, they're um, little ones or they're typically toddlers or, or little babies. Um, and I was thinking, oh gosh, the, you know, this, the, my kids are too old. But you know that this is just as important. You know, the early years and. And right up until there's still a, a story to tell with every interaction, no matter what the age. So um, just keep on building on that foundation that we try to instill in our kids and have a good time along the way. <laughs> yeah. And your view of what your wife does, you really started to understand what a superpower she is, right? Juggling four yes. kids. You only had to take care of two. Um, exactly. Um, you know, to tell you the truth, um, because this was shot, uh, a lot of the filming was during the summer, I had it easy. Because it's actually, once the school year starts, you have no idea <laughs> the logistics that are involved. And um, I really look to Marie every time for the, I don't look for it because it's going to, I need it. I need it. I actually have to tell her, please write it down because she's juggling so many things. And and the little that she gives to me, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot, or I totally flaked, or I totally, and the itinerary is just insane. And so it's like on one of these, like, um, you know, I'll say at one of the sporting events, it's so funny, like on the weekend, you know, my kids will play soccer or something. And, and um, like right now, I'm, I coach my son's soccer team, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And then the dads will unfold or, you know, get the iPhone out and look at the itinerary. And I typically beat every dad as far as the list of things to do. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not that I get all of them done, but, you know, I, I do my best. But I really think it was like a bonding experience because without mom there, you weren't totally in charge from what I saw on the television show because Ruby, Ruby seemed to be uh, in control part of the time, right? But yeah, you guys Ruby, were like Ruby's a team. So, you were uh, a team. Hilarious. Yeah, you she, were surviving without mom together. Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, it's it's funny. She um, really, she's such a, a thoughtful, caring little girly that, um, but she really 
it's part of who she is. She just takes on the um, because of the situation. There was this n- new side of of Ruby, but she almost you know takes on those yeah those motherly qualities. And I mean, it's part of who she is. But it was just an opportunity. To, uh, I think bring them out as uh, you know the best uh, a ten year old or eleven. So she'd step up and kind of be almost the voice of reason between uh, these two silly males mm-hmm. so <laughs> even your... our dog even our dog is female so um i love the uh the female energy it's very um uh, but having a son after three daughters it um really we're just it's it's wired differently we're different animals it's 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 so funny to see that is true i remember raising my kids i tried to do the gender neutral stuff gave my son oh a, absolutely i gave him um you know a dollhouse and all he sure. did was throw all the furniture out of it, throw the dolls out of it, and then use it as a parking garage for all his miniature cars. That's so, I mean, it's hilarious. Um, you know, we've acquired many dolls and stuff through the years, and, yeah, Marie would, you know, get cars or trucks or whatever it is, you know, something that would, you know, typically be for, quote, unquote, the boys, whatever, for the girls. But, honestly, it, they would collect a lot of dust. And when Finn started crawling, he'd crawl over 20 dolls to get something that would be like brum, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know, something with wheels or like a ball. Or the one thing that would intrigue him about dolls is the dolls whose eyelids would move up and down. He was always trying to figure out, oh, how does that work? You know, I just remember him being just, wow, that's really neat. This, when I lay this baby doll down, her eyelid will close. But when I raise her up... It's open and just mm-hmm. trying to figure that out. I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of neat to see. Well, I got a kick out of watching you with your kids. Uh, Project Dad on Discovery Life every Tuesday evening. It is just fabulous. And um, Daniel, thanks so much for being on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for having me on. I'm um, honored to be a, a part of it. Yeah, thank you. And thanks, everyone, for listening. The next time we get together, it's going to be Motivational Monday, and we're going to talk about dogs and a wonderful woman who makes sure that unwanted senior dogs live out their final days in a caring, loving home. And if you want to learn more about Project Dad, please go to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the TV and film button at the top right of the homepage and we will direct you to a, a showing in your own area.